Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. And that would, for, for your uh, funnel, would you say that, that that's the entry point, like that's the on-ramp to get people interested and, and want to consume? Well, I have, a, I, have a, I have a multi-channel funnel. I mean, when I started, you know, you start, you get one thing to work and then you branch out, right? Yeah. So I, start, I did start with Facebook ads, but I recognized very quickly that uh, Facebook ads was going to be like trying to catch a falling knife. If I was trying to spend my way into success with Facebook ads. So what I did was I went heavy on free content. I went heavy on retargeting so that if somebody saw my ad one time and they were like, you know, which most people got to see it multiple times, even if they like you, they're not likely to buy from you right away. So I wanted to make sure that the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, tenth, fifteenth time they saw me, it wasn't the same ad making the same offer, asking for the same money. It was free content, free training free authority, reciprocity, liking, uh, positioning, pepper in some social proof. That was, I I think maybe that's the one I forgot. That's the other principle. Let them see some other people that have worked with Jeff and like, and done, gotten good results and, and create this sort of uh, nurture, nurturing experience where they go, this guy, first of all, this guy's everywhere because he's following me around the web and he's showing me all this free, valuable stuff you know what, next time I see his ad or when the ad pops up, I like this guy. Let me see a little more about what he offers and they'll pay the, you know, 39 bucks or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So to your point, that's, or to your question, that's where I started with Facebook. But even on Facebook, it was a more complex strategy than just, oh, let me pound people with ads. But I very quickly added YouTube to the mix. I started my podcast this past year. This company, Entra, we've only actually been in the market with anything to sell for 18 months. So we've had to ramp everything up really quickly. And I recognize, you know, the multidimensional aspect now. I, I don't think you can really get around it. It's easier in a local market. You know, I'm trying to keep your audience in mind. They're, they're agents in a local market. You can do so much damage in a local market with $500 a month worth of Facebook ads. You know, for me, trying to position myself as a global business educator and influencer I'm competing with Tony Robbins. I'm competing with Grant Cardone. I'm competing with Russell Brunson. So, and I don't have their budgets, not yet. So I got to be smarter and more strategic and, and comparable in quality, you know? So it's a different game for me. Gotcha. And I love it. So, so you've done so much um, that led up to, to Entra. And you, you did the over 50 million, you said 60 million? In sales, well, it's, 60, it's it's over sixty million now that I've generated online. But I mean, when I started Entra, it was like um, 2018, and yeah, I'll, I'll kind of walk you through the timeline. So 2008 is when I paid off all that debt. By 2010, I was debt free, and I was starting to make you know really what most people would consider amazing money. I ran hard as an affiliate marketer all the way through 2012, um, and then by then, I just I kind of got burned out on like logging into Google Analytics and AdWords and just like being like a data junkie all the time. I just kind of wanted to like be able to take a week off, two weeks off. And because the thing about affiliate marketing is the way I was, I, I know now what I didn't know then. The way I was doing it then, it was so ads driven that like it was like trading stocks. I had to be watching it all the time. And admittedly, I could be hanging out on a beach in Thailand if I wanted, but I still had to have my laptop and an internet connection. So I kind of got by 2011, I was like kind of getting burnt on ads. So if to that, through, through about a year and a half, the end of 2012, all I did was I, I lived off of my list. This is a huge thing that, you know, all your people need to know is like, as you're doing this kind of online marketing, 
the biggest asset you're building is your list. I mean, realtors know that people that sell cars know that. And then you drip on your list. You send traditionally, you send Christmas cards, you send birthday cards. But for me, I'm sending out free high value content. I'm shooting videos on my phone, uploading them to YouTube, grabbing the link, popping it in an email and hitting my list of 400,000 people saying, Hey guys, I just shot you this video. Check it out. And at the end of that video in the YouTube description, there might be a link to go buy an affiliate product or something. Right? So I just lived off my list for a year and a half, but I wasn't replenishing my list. Again, I know now what I didn't know then. I kind of overdid it on the offers. I made too many solicitations to the list. List performance started to diminish. I was getting kind of tired. I was going through some life turmoil and whatnot. Um, anyway, so 2012, 2013, I said, you know, I'm going to take all these skills that I have. I know how to generate a lot of leads and a lot of customers for a business. So I'm going to go help businesses because by then, like when I started in 2008, if you went and told your average plumber, like, oh, I'm an internet marketer, they'd be like, quit scamming people. My grandma <laughs> sent all her money to someone like you, asshole. Like, it, you know, it's yeah. kind of a sketchy really? thing. But by 2012, 2013, if you said the same thing to the same plumber, he'd be like, yeah, yeah, you know, my Yellow Pages ads have really been sucking lately. I need to get on this internet thing. Yeah, to, what, do I, what do I do, you know? Yeah. And so I, the, the market had changed. And so I, I actually set up a, a digital agency and I said, I'm going to take these lead generation services. And I, I actually did it myself for the first six months. I was literally pounding phones. I was calling roofers, contractors. I, I recognized that my best bet was going to be people with location-based services where they're like, you got a guy standing in his basement, his water heater broke and it's flooded and he's trying to call a plumber and he's going on Google to find the closest, fastest plumber, right? So their location, it's proximity base. So a lot of home services verticals and I'm calling these guys and these are some surly ass mofos, man. Your, your <laughs> roofers, I'm calling a roofer who's literally on a roof, who's pissed off because his cell phone's ringing because he doesn't want to miss a potential customer, but he's got a he's tack hammer in the other hand and he finds out you're calling to sell him some marketing and it's 120 <laughs> degrees on that roof. He's pissed. So I got I got really thick skinned. I got really good at you know sales. I got I really really refined my pitch because you know I remember I I believe you can sell anything with the right words, but a lot of times they got to happen faster and and be more impactful. And so I consolidated my pitch. I got really good at my opener. And eventually I believed I can call ten small business owners and I can get at least one of them to talk to me about this service. That's when I started hiring other people, getting them on the phones. And from 2013 to 2018, we scaled that business from me and my assistant to over 50 employees. Uh, 2017 and 2018, we were on the Inc. 5000. We did, uh, I think, five and six million dollars in revenue those two years. Uh, we did about 30 over the life of the business. Wow. And um, it was great. And then I had an opportunity to sell that business. So I did. I sold it to a software company, exited, you know, had a nice chunk of change. And and I was just sitting there looking at my life like it's 2018 and I was thinking back to 2008. Like I was a broke jazz musician living in my ex-wife's parents' house. Nobody liked me. Everybody hated me. I guess I, I guess I'll go eat worms and look where I am now. Remarried, beautiful family, nice house, great life, do good work. Um, and I'm 40. I guess at that time I was 39 years old. And I was like, okay, so what's the next chapter going to look like? You know what? I think the world needs this and I'm going to go teach it to him. And that's when I started Entra. So could you Love talk it. a little bit about Entra and, and, and what the offer, what the offering is like, what, what? Yeah. I mean, in, in bear in mind, like 
it's December 2020 right now. We did not, I did not even create the first course until June of 2019. And we didn't start selling till July. So we've actually only been in the market selling anything for 18 months. Wow. So it's a super young business. Um, the first, almost the first year, all I was doing was giving away free training content. Just like this, this can be my gift to the world. Hopefully I'll build reciprocity, goodwill, liking, authority, get some social proof of people that have benefited from my training and are willing to give me a testimonial and build up this base of like, you know, potential energy. Right. And then, so by summer 2019, when I actually created my first course, I had done the work. I had done it right. I had built an audience on Facebook of 2 million people that had seen my training videos. So now instead of having to run advertising cold to a market that's never heard of me, I have 2 million people I can start re- pixel I've pixeled and I can start retargeting with ads where they'll be like, Oh, that's that Jeff guy who taught me that free thing on how to build a chat bot, you know, last month. And now he has a course. Cool. I'll check it out. And, um, so that's one of the reasons we were able to launch so quickly in 18 months, that course has sold over 60,000 units. I think we actually did 60,000 just in 2020 so far. So it's probably, I don't know, 70, 80,000, whatever we did in 2019. Um, and that company has scaled. I, I say this anecdotally, but I feel pretty confident about it. I think we're the fastest growing private education company in the world. Um, I know our numbers and uh, we'll do a, we'll do about a quarter million new students next year, which will put us wow. at about the same size as the entire state of California university system. Mm. So, wow. um, you know, just, content. The thing, at the right time, the world, the world is kind of wait. This COVID thing has shined a big spotlight on the illusion of security to say, I'm going to just bet on my employer mm-hmm. and uh, right. it's, you know, some good timing, but you, you know, the more, the more things you do, the luckier you get and the better you do, the luckier you get. So I think we've, we're right place, right time. The world needs this. And uh, we're just, we're scaling as fast as we can. Dude. And your future market right now, kids in school are training online, right? Like they're, yeah. I mean, I got to, I got to call my wife called me uh, literally right before this show about, ten, she said, call me when you can. I called her 10 minutes before we hit record. And she said, Hey, I got a message from our friend so-and-so in such and such. And she was telling me that her son, who's 18 years old, who's a really badass high school wrestler. Who's like got probably got his pick of colleges. She said, he listens to every one of your podcasts. He, he watches all your videos. He's super into owning his own business. He wanted to know if for his birthday or his, maybe it's his graduation, whatever, if he could get a copy of your book. And I'm like, I'll, you know, we'll get books digital. He can download the book. I'll give him our course. And my point is, you're right. Kids, they get it. They get what we're saying. They get it better than adults a lot of times. And I, I would say half my audience, at least half of the engagement in my audience comes from people 18 years old or younger saying, Jeff, how do wow. I have, the, how do I get the life that you have? Wow. That is Awesome. Talk about digital real estate. I know we're 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 short on time here, but I want to I want to hit some of these topics. Yeah, for sure. And 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 real quick too, Craig. I didn't totally close the loop on your question about Entra. I mean, Entra is the skills for being a modern entrepreneur. We live in an economy and a world that has changed so much in the last twenty years, and education has not kept up. I mean, education never did a very good job of teaching entrepreneurs because you think about all the stakeholders in education, the government the teachers, the banks, the military, like, you know, the military, what Jeff, you said the military. Yeah. Think about the military has to have the value of the GI bill to dangle for people as an incentive to come 
trade years of your life and put your life on the line. And so if anybody was honest about how actually a college education doesn't really guarantee you that much in this world, it would devalue service in the military. Like it's all these massive stakeholders that have a vested interest in propping up traditional education, whereas entrepreneurship only serves the student. So there's wow. le- less incentive to teach it. That's that's why I have an opportunity, right? So so we teach these skills to anybody in the world, to anybody who lives who either owns a business or earns or gets a 1099, salespeople, agents, business, true business owners, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we teach the skills. Um, and then as far as forgive me, your what was the next question that I said I was going to answer? Digital real estate. I love your. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a lot going on. So digital no, real estate <laughs> is a concept that I hone in on when I, when I, you know, I remember when I told somebody I was going to start my own online business education company and it was a friend I've been in, who's been in that industry for 10 years and we're longtime friends. And I was like, listen, man, I, for, as a starting point, I just want to be the best of the worst and I'll try to get better from there because yeah. the online business education industry is such a, a, a minefield of garbage that just <laughs> right. misinformation terrible strategies, things that are flash in the pan ideas. Here's how to blow up a channel on Inst- or a profile on Instagram by hacking some algorithmic <laughs> yeah. loop that's going to, Instagram's going to close that loop in like three months. Like that's not a real business, you know? It's so, so I started to try to define what are the things that make for real internet-based businesses or real businesses, real ways for business to leverage internet and digital as opposed to just all this gimmicky crap that unfortunately clutters the landscape of online business education. And my, my arrival point was this concept of digital real estate, where it's around building assets, not gaming systems, building assets and real estate assets do two things. They appreciate in value. No real estate investor is going to buy a product or a, a, a property that's projected to decrease in value, no matter what the cash on cash return is, right? Unless they're going to flip it. But, you know, we're building assets here. So it should appre- you should be able to plant and establish an asset that will appreciate in value while also throwing off positive cash flow that's better than market returns. That's the real estate principle. I simply applied it to digital assets, too. And I call it digital real estate, but it basically means Internet businesses that are worth your time. Well, that is awesome. awesome. You, so you have four kids. You're, you're, you're always busy, man. You got a lot going on. How do you juggle it? And talk a little bit of the three P's of excellence. I got four kids too. I'm, I'm a, I'm a dumb man. You guys know we're not that smart. We can't retain a whole lot. You know, (laughs) it's gotta be super simple or else it doesn't work in my life. So I don't know why I became a Southerner all of a sudden. I'm from Texas and Southerners can be very intelligent, but um, <laughs> I just alienated like half your audience, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so we, we, we do a good job at alienating our own audience. So don't yeah, worry about the other half. I'll, I'll fit right in then. But, um, yeah, so the three P's was just my little mnemonic way of, of, of setting up like a filter in my life it says, am I spending my time well or not? So at any given moment, I should be able to immediately like, like in the rapid fire, like your opening questions, like I shouldn't have to think, say, is, is what I'm doing right now contributing to my physical, personal, or professional excellence? Mm. If, if no, stop, do something else. Yeah. That's all it was. It was just Doesn't a heuristic for being better. 
And so then I started to really lean into it and go, okay, well, let's define physical excellence. Let's define personal excellence. Let's define professional excellence. And I, I basically built out a whole framework around how to architect your life to maximize these three buckets of life to the exclusion, to the intentional, willful, unapologetic exclusion of everything that doesn't fit in those three buckets. Because if it doesn't fit in those three buckets, it's not making you better. And if it's not making you better, at best, it's neutral. And neutral deca equals decay over time because of inflation, Yeah. right? And, and inflation is not just a monetary concept. Our body, inflation is why our bodies wear out too, right? Think about it. It's, it's like not nature's inflation is the body's decay. So I just got super obsessed with these three Ps and built out a whole framework around it. And you ask about how I do it, how I juggle. I have what most people would consider to be an obsessive, compulsive, maniacal, borderline, committable um, schedule <laughs> that I love because you know what? I sat down one time and said, what life do I want? And what do I need to feel fulfilled? Let me create a weekly schedule that covers every single base. And what time do I need to get up so that I can be home based on the needs of my family and have the right time with my family? And I just, I worked backwards from the picture of the life that I wanted. And I just live that like Groundhog Day. I call it Groundhog Week. I live it every week and I love it more every week because you know what's better than fun is winning. Winning at fun. life is more fun than fun. And you will win if you get your schedule right. A hundred percent. It's yep. and I love having it jam packed too. It's that entrepreneur thing, right? Yeah, Just to have totally. it filled up so you don't get bored. So to, for our audience, and, and, and I know that here we have a few more minutes left. Um, I'd, I'd like to wrap it with um, take, we have uh, the insurance agent and there's two types, right? There's the entrepreneurial insurance agent. And then there's the one like uh, flow flow talks about in the progressive commercials, right? The dude in the suit right. and, and, and he's the one answering the phone and, and doing those things more, more the business operator. What are, right. what do you think would be the number one takeaway that they could do in their business to move to being an entrepreneur? Um, start creating some authority and value in the market that is based around you, not your company. Hmm. So become, if, listen, man, I this is what I would do. If I was like, I'm Jeff and I'm going to become an insurance agent, I would start a YouTube channel and I would start teaching people for free everything that you ever wanted to know about insurance but, or everything that you thought you didn't want to know because you think insurance is boring. I would make you want to know because it's useful and I'd make it fun. And I would just build a channel of authority and I would be the resource. I mean, by the way, you, you have no competition. I don't know of any YouTube channel that's making YouTube or sorry, making insurance informative and fun. So it's a, right. it's a blue ocean. Somebody, one of your listeners, please do this. Go, go spend a year building a channel. That's the most valuable resource in self-education for insurance. And you will, you will never want for business again, because here's the thing. People can get as educated as they want about insurance. They can't create it for themselves. They got to buy it from someone. They're going to buy it from you. Right. Be different. Right. That's it. That's it. So Jeff, so awesome to have you on the show. Um, how can people find you? Tell us about, tell us where they can find the podcast. Just give us all the, all the quick and dirties. Yeah. So if somebody goes to millionairesecrets.com. Okay. We'll link it up. They, they millionairesecrets.com. There's three things you can do there. One is you can download my free ebook, the millionaire shortcut, which just recently clipped a million downloads. So it's uh, it's wow. very popular. 
And um, then you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel and listen to my podcast, right? At millionairesecrets.com. Oh, millionairesecrets.com. Perfect. Well, awesome. And I'm sure you're on all the iTunes and all the everywhere. So yeah, I'm everywhere and, and I'm on social, but honestly, start with my YouTube channel. Cause then you can actually, I'll teach you for free and you can decide if you like me. There you go. Well, we like you and, <laughs> oh, and uh, you're an honorary insurance dude. Sweet. Just for, just for being on. <laughs> sweet. Sweet. I'm going to, I'm going to tell my insurance agent friends how easy that was. Yeah. See? <laughs> I know they make it tough. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jeff, thank you so much, man. Really, really appreciate having you on. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, Hope to see you down the road here. For sure. Yep. This has been great. You guys have an awesome thing going. I applaud you, man. This has been fun. All right. Cool. Thanks, Thanks so much, Jeff. Take care, everyone. Yeah. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will, it's live and it will show you the process. The entire process mm. is super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Greg, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure. Live. I'm into it too. It's going to be well, awesome. And it's a, it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator, sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, All right.